0: I'll never forget driving cross-country with my brother. And I said, we should probably stop and see the Grand Canyon. He's like, yeah, definitely. So we get there. We finally, our whole lives, we'd never been there. We're in our 30s. We go over to the edge. We look down. 10 minutes later, you all set? Yep. <laughs> Back in the car. God. It's like, what else are we going to do? I'm not going to get on a burro and go down into the canyon. <laughs> It is that time again. Time to cope on the couch with Courtney and Brian. Courtney Kelly is a licensed mental health therapist. I am a longtime mental health patient. And Courtney, I stumbled upon an article and the timing couldn't have been more perfect for yours truly. And I'm sure for many people, it's about burnout. Mm -hmm. And this is specifically about post-pandemic burnout. But I want to take a bigger picture look at this. I mean, we're all burnt out from the life that we've had to live now for over a year at this Point, but I was just saying to you how this is kind of a critical point for me when it comes to burnout from a work perspective because we usually get the holiday season off. We mm-hmm. return roughly around January second, and then we don't have a day off until Memorial Day. We don't get a lot of the Monday holidays because we work in radio. It's all about the ratings, so they mm-hmm. want you in there as much as possible. So we just got that little scrap, <laughs> <laughs> and now coming up in a few weeks, I will finally have a week of vacation, and I got to by about, I don't know, April, I'm starting to feel like I'm mm-hmm. on fumes and I can just barely get to the finish line. And I imagine that burnout is something that you have to deal with a lot in the therapist's mm-hmm. office.
1: You make a great point that a lot of people dealing with it because of the pandemic, of course, multiple losses, and you, of course, going through losses, and Lost your my wife mom, losing yep. job, and all of these things that people are still reeling from, even if they've gotten a new job or they're moving on to different things, but there's still so much that we're still left with. And I think one of the points about burnout is sometimes it's not when you're in the thick of it. It can be when you take that breath, when you stop and pause for a moment and all of a sudden you realize all of this stuff coming at you. It's interesting how they talk about it. So when we're real stressed out, it's like, oh my gosh, we're doing this, we're doing that. We have so much going on. But when you're burning out, you really start to kind of shut down. Like you don't have the energy to keep going. You just don't care. Like Mm -hmm. you start to get to that point. So I think it's a really important thing to talk about because pandemic or not, we've always had issues with suffering from burnout, and they say emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by extreme prolonged stress, and a lot of people go through that. So it is important to really first recognize that through this discussion that we're going to have, maybe people will recognize it in themselves or other people, and the things that you can do to move through it and figure out how to get your bearings again. Now, for you, Brian, I said, renegotiate your contract. You need an extra (laughs) week to take off, because wouldn't that make a huge difference for you if you were able to take a week in, say, like April?
0: A, I don't have a contract. (laughs) B, it is company policy that I have to be here for another five years before Uh, I get a week off. And this is a conversation I have already had and already been swatted back. It's a tough
1: one though, but that would be something I would recommend to people to try to figure out, is there some kind of way that you could take an extra day? Just something that you could look forward to, like a long weekend.
0: I'm gonna send you in to talk to them because they don't (laughs) listen to me. I'm going in and negotiate. But it's interesting how you frame this too, because you really have to be careful about burnout. You may not consider that to be that serious of a problem. You might feel like, ah, it's just a part of everyday life, but Mm -hmm. it can be a slippery slope and it can also be a trigger to lead you into depression. Because Mm -hmm. as you said, Courtney, if you start feeling overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and you start making statements like I give up, Mm -hmm. when you give up, that's when you really start circling the drain. And I can say that from experience.
1: Right. And if you feel like every day is a bad day, you're not having any relief. You're feeling just exhausted to the core and you just don't have anything that you're looking forward to. You feel like you're getting it from all angles. It could be that you isolate, that you withdraw, those kind of things. And that's something that we have to watch out for in ourselves, but also in other people too, to try to help them to figure out ways that they can make some adjustments because really burnout is saying something really important in my life is not going well and it's not working for me. It can be on the flip side, a wake up call to say, what do I need to do to make some adjustments in my life? And the
0: interesting thing is too, I think people most associate burnout with career, Mm -hmm. but you can burn out in a lot of other directions, And I feel safe talking about this right now because my wife, our life is pretty public because of Mm -hmm. what I do for a living. She's had a conversation with you about this already, and she's not going to mind if I mention it. She's burned out and it is pandemic related because everything is in the house. She is at this point where she was working a job. She had to go home. She lost the job. She Mm -hmm. was spending so much time at home. She got a new job and that job has not returned to the office yet. And she can't separate her work life, her career life from her personal life. She just feels like she's in the same place all the time, to the extent that she made the reference the other day that it is starting to feel like Bill Murray's Groundhog Day. And it's even getting to the point that she's starting to hate the shows that we used to love, that we watch all the time, because it's just part of this routine. And this routine
1: is beginning to smother her. Right. The sameness. When I talk to people similar to your wife that are going through that, or my clients, talking about how do you mix it up? How do you ask for what you need? Sometimes you really have to go to the boss and say, hey, I need some accommodations here. A smart management team is going to want you at your best. They're going to want you feeling good. So, if there's something you need to do, like say if you're at home, but yet the office space is there, can I work from the office and really make that space my own? Can we do some things where we have meetings and people come together? Because a lot of people feel energized by being around other people. Maybe not you, Brian. <laughs> Brian is definitely not, not me. Brian is not going to call a meeting anytime soon, <laughs> Zoom or otherwise. But that could be a thing of saying, what do we need to do here? You have to learn to live your values wherever you are. And if at work it's not working, you need to figure out how to bring in some of the things that are important to me that I can have there. And also in your home life, too, and separating that out. Isn't that so important? I think a lot of people were burning out in the pandemic, like you said, because it's like, all right, let me just check my email one more time. Or let me just jump on here. Oh, there's another problem because you're at home, but that's where you work from. And it was really hard to draw that hard line between the two. So they start to blur. And the other dangerous thing is, if that
0: whole scenario becomes your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and you become afraid to come out of it, even
1: though you know on some level that it's not doing you any good. Right, challenging yourself. And the problem is too, when you're feeling burnout, where's your energy level, right? It's plummeted. You don't feel like you even have the energy to start advocating for yourself and asking for things. But it is so important that you take that step back and you look at the bigger picture and say, wait a minute, if every day is like this, then this is my life. And if you don't want it that way, then it's like, okay, How do I change this? Or at least is there a support team around me? Is there friends or family or just one significant other that I can talk to that can help me sort through maybe a couple things that I can shift to make it feel better? But it is really tough because that's like you said, and it's a great point. This is where people fall into depression and also get very anxious about things, too, because they feel like they don't have the power to change things. And as we've seen, when we don't feel like we can change things or there's uncertainty about how things are going to be we do get very anxious and nervous about that. An
0: interesting byproduct of this that I had never considered. I'm one of these people that's very frustrated when I hear the stories about restaurant owners Mm -hmm. who cannot find help right now because everyone is getting not only the unemployment but the extra $300 a week Mm -hmm. and they're just looking at that and saying, why would I go back to work if I can make this much money to stay home? When I heard someone present it in this way, I thought this is something I never considered. I was listening to talk radio. Yes, confession, it wasn't Cat Country 98.1, where we both work. And it was a waitress who was calling in because this topic was being discussed. And Mm -hmm. she said, you know, I'm tired of hearing everyone take shots at us because I want to tell you this. When I was working for a restaurant, and Courtney, you are a former server Mm -hmm. yourself, so maybe you can relate to this. She said, those restaurant owners treated us like such crap. They pounded us so far into the ground. Mm -hmm. They expected so much out of us. They paid us nothing. They would split our tips and all this other stuff and now that the tables have turned interesting. here they are whining and complaining about how they can't find any help. Mm. So now maybe this is a way for us to send them a message that when we come back it's not going to be that way anymore. It was a form of burnout and when they finally got a chance because they probably felt trapped yeah. at the time when they finally got the opportunity to walk away from it, it changed their perspective mm-hmm. and now for as much as you want to say, ah, they're just being lazy, at ah, we're
1: paying their way. I can actually see that point. Yeah, that is so interesting. I've worked at many restaurants, some phenomenal, and they treated you great. I have worked at some that did just that. They would take as much as they could. They would have you work, work, work. Yeah, you'd split up tips. There would be all sorts of stuff that were just not fair practices. So isn't that interesting? I mean, I've never heard that before. It's just another way to look at this of like, you know what, there's burnout going on on all different ways and the impact that it has, not only on that person, but on industries in general. Maybe it will be a wake-up call as changing some of these industries so bosses and management really can appreciate like, okay, we need to help these workers out. Bigger picture as it
0: pertains to this conversation, it's a fresh perspective. Mm -hmm. And when you are burnt out, you should constantly be on the hunt for fresh perspectives Mm -hmm. to pull yourself out of that mire.
1: And that's the thing too. You were talking about it recently about creativity, Right. that when you start to feel low energy and you're feeling like kind of stuck in things, when you have turned to creative outlets and challenged yourself to do different things, you get immersed in that and it gives you such a great energy and that's one of the big things, turning to your values, doing something creative, doing something to show love to yourself and that's another form of it, doing something that you enjoy so I know that really helped you
0: Totally and we had had this discussion on the radio and maybe it even came to the podcast I can't remember, but I said about terrifying yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned challenging and one thing that I I did recently was I, long story short, had an opportunity to write my first play. Now, I've written screenplays, I've written television, I've written bits for the radio, but writing for the stage is a whole other animal because there are limitations as to what you can do. You right. can't cut and have somebody be somewhere else. It's very yeah. <laughs> monologue driven and things like that. You don't want it to get too boring. And I was feeling burnt out and I threw myself into it and nothing gets the juices flowing mm-hmm. like doing something that you are passionate passionate about and something that scares you a little bit. It gets the adrenaline going. It gets the heart pumping. And those are all the things that aren't happening when you're burnt out.
1: Exactly. And we need that. We need that for a good life, right? I mean, that's how we challenge ourselves. That's how we grow is by putting ourselves outside of our comfort zone and really doing something that's meaningful for us. And so even just watching you through that process, which phenomenal, by the way, to be able to write a play so quickly that you've never done that before. Like, this is what I deal with, ladies and gentlemen. This guy... He just does not see his talents, does not realize how your mind works and how everything just comes together. And you just pop this thing out. That's like amazing piece of work. But this is the thing. If you hadn't thought to challenge yourself in that way, we would not be able to have that. I mean, and that's I know you're already uncomfortable. Well, you're no. like, <laughs> well yeah, I
0: am uncomfortable. But I will just say this is a little exit ramp from this conversation. I don't want to belittle the fact that I have an appreciation for what I can accomplish if mm-hmm. I really put my mind yeah. to it when you put your mind to it, yeah. Once it was done and I read it and then I started giving it to people who mattered and once a theater picked it up, Mm -hmm. I did have a huge sense of accomplishment. Now here's the problem for me, Courtney, and I think you can relate to this dealing with me on a daily basis. (laughs) I always find that euphoria is so quick and
1: fleeting. Mm -hmm.
0: But things that pull you down, it lingers. stick with you. Yeah, and I have a real problem with that. I remember I waited my whole life. I was 34 by the time the Red Sox finally won the World Series, and I was like, Whoa! <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, I'm like, okay, now what? All right. We hit it. Now I what? often yeah. use this analogy too. I'll never forget driving cross country with my brother. And I said, we should probably stop and see the Grand Canyon. He's like, yeah, definitely. So we get there. We finally, our whole lives, we'd never been there. We're in our 30s. We go over to the edge. We look down. 10 minutes later, you all set? Yep. <laughs> Back in the car. Gone. It's like, what else are we going to do? I'm not going to get on a burro and go down into the canyon. <laughs> but I just enjoy things for such a short amount of time. Yeah. And That's a challenge especially when it comes to something like burnout because right. I can burn out really quickly and then I find that I can't get out of it unless right. I discover something like that, something that challenges me exactly. creatively.
1: And it kept you focused for a certain amount of time, which was A couple was of great. months, yeah, which, which is awesome. pretty big. So you would look forward to that, like going home and saying, okay, let me carve out some time for this and stuff like that. So that's important. And I always tell people, you have to work harder at the positive stuff because it's not a threat. So it doesn't stick to us. It's like, oh, right. that's nice. And then we move on. But the negative stuff, it's like we could have 20 amazing things happen in a day. The one thing a person said or the one thing that we missed or made a mistake with sticks in our head and Mm -hmm. we obsess about it. So we have to work at having gratitude for the other things and also be in awe. Like Think of that again. Like Visualize it again. The Red Sox winning. You know what I mean? Like Sit in it again and experiencing things by thinking about them again and being grateful for them. And having that in your lens too is really important. But I get it, Brian. And it's tough because it's interesting with burnout. It's not just about the things that are happening because you could have multiple people with the same things happening that handle it differently, it really can come down to sometimes it's how you view the world and personality traits too have a lot to do with this and people who are perfectionistic or give themselves kind of a hard time about things, they can fall into burnout a little easier.
0: And I think here's the problem too. I remember being very young and having this thought that we all have, if I could only have blank, Mm -hmm. I'll be happy. And I remember very early on in my radio career, a program director telling me, I've got news for you. No matter how much money you make, you're never going to be happy. You'll always feel like, well, I still want to make more or I still want to be in a different situation. And I remember when I began working with Phil Hartman when he was at Saturday Night Live Mm -hmm. and he said, I know that you think this is the ultimate, but then he gave me the laundry list of everything that sucked about it. Mm -hmm. And then I started to discover because I have been fortunate enough to have dream jobs, what I thought were dream romantic partners. Mm -hmm. And then once I got there, it wasn't like, that's it, I'm happy. I have nothing else to worry about. With everything, there is some kind of a letdown Mm -hmm. in a sense. Sometimes you'll say to me, and look, I've been doing this for going on 30 years. Can you believe we're on the radio? I'm like, yeah, I can believe it. Like, it doesn't even (laughs) resonate with me anymore. But sometimes, to give myself a fresh perspective, I'll give you a perfect example. The wife and I, a little bit in the doldrums, we discussed why she's down. I'm really burnt out from work and everything else. We sit down the other night, we're watching America's Got Talent, and I'm sure you saw this online. The very last contestant was this woman who has cancer just all over Mm -hmm. her body. 2% chance of survival, goes up there, sings, knocks it out of the park, gets the standing ovation, we're both crying, we've both got the chills, Mm. and you want to talk about fresh perspective. I think my life sucks. I mean, I'm so happy for her in the moment, but then I said to my wife, because she even mentioned she wasn't there with anybody, I'm like, oh my God, does she have anyone supporting her? Is she going to make it through the season? Mm -hmm. But suddenly that, in some ways, she gave me a boost, which we need more people like her in life. It pulled me out of my doldrums and made me realize that my problems, while they seem big to me on a daily basis, when you really get down to it, things could be so much worse and you have to be grateful for what you have.
1: It's all perspective Mm -hmm. and I'll have people when they're really having a rough time, I'll say, read something inspiring about somebody who went through so much. Just like you're saying, there's people all around that are doing unbelievable things. They are coping with unbelievable things and that's not to minimize what we go through, but I think like you said, it gives us a fresh perspective and it also gives us that inspiration to know like, okay, life can be rough, but it's really what we make of it and what we can pull from it. And that's why every day I'll say to myself, oh my gosh, I'm actually on the radio. Like I am grateful for that. It could be taken away from me at any point. Who knows? It's radio, right? I have had it taken away from me. <laughs> I've had it taken away from me too. and So I'm just kind of like, wow. Kind of looking really at my happening? watch right now wondering what what's taking yeah, so long. Exactly. I'm like, oh, if that door opens, uh-oh. We might have to
0: wrap. Quick. That was a classic Letterman line. He used to talk about that all the time, mm-hmm. how he would be sitting in his office at NBC and he was just waiting every day <laughs> like for somebody me. to tap him on the shoulder and like, hey, look, you're a fraud. You're not that talented. It took us this long to figure it out. Get the hell out of here. But we know
1: now, so let's go. But yeah, Um, I totally relate to that. But so I just say, you know what? Just be grateful right now. Who knows what's going to happen a month from now? But just appreciate where you are right now. And my journey has been kind of all over the place. And I like it that way because I step into things. I just keep my mind open to what could be possible. And it's not always easy. I mean, I've had plenty of rejection being in the acting field. But it is about the journey. And also one other thing, like you were saying about deriving happiness from... From where you are in work and stuff. It's great to be pleased where you are with all of that. But if you don't have that inner happiness, if you're not finding things that satisfy you daily that are outside of that realm, then it can make it difficult because then you're fixated on, okay, what's the next thing? There's a great course on happiness. It's on well-being and happiness and it's through Yale. It's this really great thing about how our brain kind of gets stuck on certain things that aren't giving us true happiness. kind of flips the perspective on the things that actually do give us a lot of wellness and feel good in life life.
0: Well, to paraphrase this woman who was on America's Got Talent, she said something along the lines of, I'm not going to allow the bad things that mm-hmm. have happened to me. I will not let that define me. Yeah. And I think that's really when you're feeling at your lowest, mm-hmm. you kind of have to shake that, whatever that thing is off right. of you and kind of poke your head up. And this is the danger, as you said, sometimes when you take the breath, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. when you really feel the most burnt out. Because if you're going, 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 you're distracting yourself enough. Right. Your head's down. You're just Kind of like to yeah. not know how burnt out you are. Mm-hmm. But what you need to do is try to rewire yourself. And that's where therapy comes in. we talk yeah. about it all the time change thought patterns. Mm-hmm. And when you take that breath, let it be a fresh breath, yeah. <laughs> a breath of fresh air, as opposed to, I don't know, being in the presence of someone who's tooted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what you had said too about some of the people that you admire, some of the things that they said, while it may be true, it also may not be true. So some of it we take in and like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm never going to be happy. We start to believe thoughts and other people's beliefs. And sometimes we have to stop and challenge that and say, wait a minute, is this true? Is this true for me? Is there ways that I can shift that?
0: Well, here's how I would process that when I would hear that from Letterman, who at the time was just my hero and Mm -hmm. the reason why I got into broadcasting. I would say, wait a minute, he's doubting himself?
1: That's David Letterman. What chance do I have? I don't have that kind of talent. And that's where I would get tripped up. Right, right. Because you would compare in Mm -hmm. that way, yeah. And that's another thing we have to keep an eye on is our comparisons to other people. Sometimes it's great to look around us and get inspiration from others and to learn from others, but we also have to stay in our own lane, too, and judge against ourselves, trying to be our best self each day. But some of the things with burnout, like we talked about before, is setting those boundaries, having that self-love. Talk to people, like especially talk to your boss or talk to management if you need some concessions. The article that you had sent over about it, about people that have been having issues with burnout recently, talked about that. There's been so much going on that companies, some of them do want to help people to say, hey, we want your best self here. So if you need a week off or you need a weekend, extra days or whatever, that they will try to be accommodating. I.e. those restaurant owners that we were referencing (laughs) earlier. They're like, okay, take some time, but get back here by (laughs) September. But really resting and getting your relaxation time and checking in with yourself because we'll be on that treadmill constantly going, 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 going. And it's like, wait a minute, when you get off, it's like, oh, sometimes you don't even recognize yourself because you've been doing everything for everyone else and you don't even know what you like anymore. So it's important to take that time. And like we talk about, therapy can help with that to give you that space.
0: And you referenced the comparison thing and to beware of that. Mm -hmm. And we've said it so many times and I will have to say that one of the healthiest things that I have done is I try to improve myself over the course of the last I would say about six months Mm -hmm. pulling away from social media oh look how happy this one is look at this one on Mm -mm. vacation the best version of everybody else and how miserable I am by comparison when social media is not reality at all it's an
1: illusion (laughs) and
0: it does very little in the way for me anyway of boosting my mental health I mean if I see a good friend's child who looks adorable having Mm -hmm. fun yeah sure that does it but what percentage of that is on there versus people going at each other? others' throats, trolls, and all that other stuff.
1: Right, exactly. And social media can be a tough one because, yeah, we can feel connected, but sometimes it does more harm than good. You've done that too. Put limits on that. Sometimes then we get pulled into so many things that it takes our energy away, and we don't have that kind of energy, especially in this modern day. we got to focus on what we need to do in our lives to keep ourselves from getting burnt out and exhausted.
0: Courtney was saying to me earlier today, you need an assistant to take over your social media, (laughs) to which I said, yeah, that assistant would start trolling me on social media.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you'd have another person Start agreeing with the trolls. Hey, can I use that
0: line on him? I'll credit you. (laughs) Well, Courtney, we've accomplished quite a bit here in the time that we've had allotted. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, people have some ways out of that whole
1: burnout Mm -hmm. trap. But if they have any other questions, how can they contact you? Absolutely. You can always email me, wellness at WCTK.com. And we have resources up on catcountry.com on our Wellness Wednesday page.
0: And if my assistant is listening, we are at Cat Country Mornings on most of the social (laughs) platforms. You can find us there, and also personal pages, Brian Mulhern, H-E-R-N, Courtney Kelly, or Courtney Kelly Bedard, and that Kelly is E-Y. And then don't forget about the podcast itself. Tell your friends. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. You can get us on your smart devices. Oh, my God, there's a million places you can get it, Mm -hmm. but we don't have a million downloads. But we're going to try to get there. (laughs) We'll burn ourselves out if we have to to get to that number. So until episode 55, thank you for coping on the couch with us. Thank you. I want to talk about-